On this week's episode, it is all about advice for you, our listeners. You asked, so we are answering. How to eat a pickle, how to stay positive, how to catch a man, how to suck a dick, everything. Stick around, subscribe on iTunes, and live tweet as you listen with hashtag Psychobabble. My name is Tyler Oakley, and you are listening to Psychobabble, an unfiltered half hour of gossip sessions, pop culture scrutiny, and stories we have never told in videos. It's not just crazy talk, it's Psychobabble. Corey? Yes? Can you give me some advice? I, you know, I give you good advice. Well, if you could give me some advice as to how to start this podcast, what would it be? I would say, um, well, you should fix your hair. What? You should change your cardigan. Oh my gosh. And you should quit shaking your cup of ice in front of the microphone. Yes, Daddy. You like that? No, (laughs) Daddy hates it. Daddy doesn't like it. Daddy hates it. Well, I am going to take your advice and (gasps) also... Oh my God, you're taking my advice? No, I'm just going to not shake my ice. The rest of it's staying the same because I'm beautiful in my way. You are beautiful. In every single way. Now that you've, you know, warmed me up with some advice, I think maybe it would be appropriate to give the people at home some advice. Did you want to give me some advice first? My advice for you is to stay in your lane and get a hobby. And also... Maybe my hobby's (laughs) going into your lane. Oh my gosh. Whoa. Swerve alert. (laughs) Hashtag Hashtag swerve alert. No. Okay, so let's give the people advice. We asked you guys last week to ask us what questions you want us to talk about and uh, put it on the Facebook page. So facebook.com slash psychobabble. We are taking your questions and giving you advice. Corey, what is the first piece of advice somebody wants? Well, Stephanie wanted some advice on how to eat a pickle. Oh, you just take that pickle and you you can – I would unwrap it. I don't know the the – what kind of pickle do you have? Oh, well, I'm imagining pickles from Disneyland. What kind of pickles are you thinking? I well, that See, I had a question back for Stephanie. I was going to say, which kind of pickles do you need advice for? Like, are we talking slice? Are we talking dice? Are I like, we talking what? Do you call pickle slice or do you call them pickle chips? Okay. I've never heard pickle chip, but I love that. Yeah. I so love it. I say you take a pickle chip, you put it on your little thumb. Oh, like my God, and you flip, flip it like it. a quarter. And you, you flip go, it like Ow. a quarter and you go, Ow, and you catch it. Oh, my it. God. That is great advice. Stephanie, you're welcome. Stephanie, get with it. That was a very hard-hitting advice Or, question. you know what I would say? Uh, give a pickle to a seagull and let it drop it into your mouth like a sky rat. <laughs> I was going to say you let a seagull baby bird it to you, but I mean, I, that, could that is too. how they feed things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They get up into there. Yes. Oh, yes, they do. That sky rat dropped a pickle in my okay, mouth. Okay, the next question somebody wants. What a way to start off an advice I, I mean, I will say some of these questions do get a little deeper, but we wanted to start out a little. We wanted like, to start deep, which was deep. the pickle question. We want to start very yeah. deep. I mean, how is deep is your love? My love is pretty deep. Daddy, uh, Daddy likes it. Deep? Uh, <laughs> Jim wants to know, what do you do with the ends of a loaf of bread? You know what I do? I go, well, this was back in Michigan, but we lived near a pond and we would throw them into the pond for the birds. Isn't that, um, I think that's problematic because then it makes, <laughs> the, I think that makes the birds want to like stay all year round when they're supposed to go south. And then Is they that like, a problem? And they're like, I like birds. Unless you're going to feed them all year long, stop feeding them. Listen. I learned that at Michigan State. Did you? Do you see those ducks stay all year round on the yeah, Red Cedar River? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because kids um, are feeding them. Okay, well, what do you do with the, the bread butt? I eat it. Oh, yeah, same. I I mean, here's the thing. It's like when you want a piece of toast, but you don't want a whole lot of toast. 
I save the bread butts for when I get home drunk. Cause like, really? Because at that point, when I'm drunk eating, it doesn't matter what goes in my mouth. I just need food. <laughs> and so if it's <laughs> – so if it's a bread butt, I bite that booty. Ah, oh, hashtag bite the bread booty. Bite the bread booty. Yeah, bite the bread booty. I love it. Yeah, just bite the bread booty. Okay. Yeah. Is that like that kind of segues into Sydney's question, which was when things get rough or stressful, what do you do to relax or make yourself happy again? Will you eat the butt of bread? Oh yes. Is there anything else that you do when I like, shake ice? Be for real. Oh, um, to relieve stress, what do I do? I complain to you. <laughs> I know. And then no, I have to I release see, stress for double trouble. No, I, here's what I do. I think I go and I I chill and I have laptop time. But sometimes laptop time is the source of my stress. Right. I was going to say I, when I need to like uh, de-stress or relax, I have to log out of life. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Well, not out of life. Well, like out of my computer, I like leave my computer in my bedroom, leave my phone in my bedroom. Yeah. I will watch I'm some so TV. I'm so bad at that though. I'll watch TV or read. You know there's – oh, my DVR has always got some Judge Judy. Oh, you know, I do know that. And when, nothing did makes you know me she's... feel less stressed than her yelling at dumb people. Yeah. Well, I agree. Uh, did my... you know she's the highest paid uh, is it woman or yeah. person on TV? I think both. Wow. Probably – definitely woman. Mm-hmm. I love Judge Judy. She's been on the air for like – Almost 30 years. Um, I heard she wears mom jeans. Oh, yeah. she's a grandma. <laughs> she can... My advice to her is keep doing you. Ugh. You're killing it. Slay those mom jeans. I don't think she needs advice from you. She's sitting she, on think... her throne of millions. Mm, well, must be nice. Uh, Katie wants to know, how did you survive school? One day at a time. Oh. You know? I, that's, uh, that's the answer. Um, and surround yourself with people that you like. And... Uh, try things that you are nervous to try. I will say it does seem like daunting, especially if you're probably in like middle school or like ninth or 10th grade, like freshman, sophomore year. But like when you look back at it now, do you think that it flew by? It literally was the quickest. Yeah. I mean, every year goes by quicker and quicker. And, uh, if you could go back to high school, would you? I think we've talked about this before. Very Drew Barrymore style. It's I would. I would. I would never been kissed or Drew Barrymore all the way back to high school. Have you never been kissed? And Lord knows I look so young that I probably could oh pass my. for a high schooler. No, you look like you got held back in fifth grade. That's <laughs> that's what people would think about you. They would think you're like a thirteenth year senior. Yeah. Yeah. That still means I look <laughs> nineteen. Yeah, okay, whatever. Got that fresh face. Mm, what other advice do people want? Um, well, Kelly wants to know, how do you initiate a conversation with your crush? Oh, my goodness. You go up to them and you say, hey. Be for real. You say, hey. Do you? My piece of advice, and I read this in, um, what was it? I think in, uh, Augustine Burroughs' book. I think it was, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's from. The this is how one, wasn't it? No, I think it's in his book, Dry. Okay. Um, he said, and obviously I'm paraphrasing because I don't really remember, but, um, it was, uh, just say, Hey, just say hi, because the worst thing that could happen is they could give you a weird look or they could ignore you or they could be rude for a minute and then you never have to deal with them again. But the best thing that could happen from you saying hi is you could fall in love and they could be your one and only and they could be your soulmate and you can get married and you could have kids and you could have a future and it could be the one. But like, isn't that worth taking that risk? 
If yeah. you have a crush on someone, just say hey. I think that's right. I found, Who knows what's going to happen? I've the found, worst thing that could happen is they're rude and you just move on to saying hey to the next person. And you get a crush on a new boy? Oh, yeah. And if somebody is rude when you say hey, then they should not be your crush. Be gone! I do like his quote. I just looked it up. It says, I used to feel so alone in the city, all those gazillions of people, and then me on the outside. Because how do you meet a new person? I was very stunned by this for many years, and then I realized you just say, hey. They may ignore you, or you might marry them, and that possibility is worth that one word. Well, I guess he's a better writer than me. I like that. Uh, no, yeah, I love it. No. What if they did marry you, and all you did was you said hi? You were, like, brave enough to say hi. I mean, all it takes is you just have to say hi. I'm when, glad, when people say hi to me, I'm glad they say hey. When I walk down the street and pet strangers, I always just say hey. Like, it's easier than, like, being... Really? Yeah, especially in my neighborhood. They probably think I'm weird, but, you know, I don't care. I act like I'm on the phone. <laughs> How oh, very social. If, no, if you. I want if I want to say hey, then I say hey. But I'm like, no. I picture you seeing a cute boy and saying hey. No, I was like, I say, oh, <laughs> daddy like, D- daddy like, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Gretchen says, "How do I find me a man?" Gretchen. Gretchen. If we knew that, yeah, I would not be in a recording. If we knew that, right now, Tyler be... wouldn't be so. Oh, endlessly single. How dare you? <laughs> Don't put that out into the universe. I think this year will be good for you. Uh-huh. Rude. Say hi to more cute boys. Gretchen, I don't have the answer. If you find out the answer... Tweet it at me. Tweet it at me. At Corey Cool. No, at Tyler Oakley. Oh. What if we oh. went to, like, Chipotle after this and you saw, like, a cute guy and you said, hey... Maybe I'm going to do that. Today, yeah, that's my challenge for everyone today. Say hi to somebody. Say hi to somebody. Say hi to someone that you think is, like, cute or attractive or, like, if you want to be friends with somebody. And then tell us what happened with the hashtag, the say hi challenge. I, you like that? The yeah. say hi challenge? Yeah. I thought you were going to say, tell us what happened with hashtag, tell us what happened. <laughs> no. No. The say hi challenge. We're, we, we're making that. I well, like that's that. That's beautiful. Just say hi and tell us what happened. Or do you want to hashtag just say hi? Just say hi. Yeah, wait, no, that's better. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag just say hi. Just that's say hi. That's cute. I can't wait to read oh these. Oh, my God. Corey. Just say hi. You know what? I like that. Pay it forward. Be nice. What? Pay what forward? Life. Are you talking about that hit movie? Pay it forward? Yeah. Featuring, uh, what's his name? Kevin? No. Spacey. Yes, I was right. And who's that little kid? Haley Joel Osment. Oh, what do you think Haley Joel's doing? <laughs> oh, that's, I wonder if he submitted a question to be asked for advice. I didn't see it on no the Facebook No questions from page. Haley Joel? Mm. I didn't see it. Okay, well, what, what other advice do people want? Well, a follow-up to how do I catch a man. Daniel wants to know. Okay, well, men are not there to be caught, Gretchen. <laughs> well, I don't da- think that was the question. But. Daniel wants to know, how do you suck a dick? No! <laughs> well, you know, I will say, for all the episodes that we don't really go there and it's still marked explicit... Today we're going there. I mean, I think you could say dick. That's They say that on TV, we're no? We're talking about sucking dick. <laughs> I'm not. Corey, how do you suck a dick? I'm going to let you answer this because your mom listens. So. Oh, my God. Mom? Wait, we should call my mom and ask her. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, she's at work right now. Should we call her? I would call her. Oh, my God. I'm and if she wait. doesn't answer, just hang up on her. Oh, my God. We're calling her. I can't ask my mom that. <laughs> yes. You call my mom. I don't. I don't know her work number. Uh, we're not calling my mom. Mom, uh, if you're listening, I'm sorry. If you're not going to call her, then you've got to give tips on how to do it. Oh, just the tips. First, you just make sure tips. that you have consent. Oh, I love that. Secondly, you you value them as a human. Yeah, you want to make sure you care about the person. Thirdly, 
Go hog wild. <laughs> Treat it like a pickle. Go back to the pickle advice. <laughs> Take that advice. Flip it, and get... Flip it off your like, have... thumb like a quarter and then have a... <laughs> have a sky rat drop a penis in your mouth. Oh, you know what would people do without our advice? I don't know. I don't there know. you have it. There you have it. That's, That's how you how suck you a dick. Catch a man and S a D. Gretchen? Now you know. Wait, who, who <laughs> Daniel has... wanted to know. Daniel? That. Yeah. Well. Daniel had hard hitting questions. Very hard hard. Oh my god. Speaking of hard, Wayne wants to know how do you get through the hard times? <laughs> Wayne it actually says that. <laughs> um Wayne you, uh, think- you, uh, you honestly, I'm gonna get real real. Get real. You real. reach out for help. That's I mean, when I am at my lowest, I have to lean on the people in my life. And I and it goes both ways, and I hope that they feel comfortable leaning on me. And that's, I think, what, you know, being a human is all about. Yeah. Uh, we are a community, and you have to, like, lean on the people you need to lean on, and they'll lean on you. And um, I always say the bravest thing you could ever do is to reach out for help. Yeah. And I think while you're getting the courage to reach out to people, if that's something you need, I mean, you could always watch a marathon of Grey's Anatomy oh, and yes. just kind of oh, like yes. mentally check out. Mm. Sometimes I think that's important. Yeah. If you just want something to like distract you, go for a run, marathon Grey's, and then when you get back and you do realize that you have to like, you know, get through something, Ellen, ask for help. Ellen once said, if you got haters, if you're going through a hard time with people, let your haters be your motivators. You know, just do it. Um, Paula wants to know, how do you fully get over someone, if ever? Time. That's it. Do you think it's time? Yeah. You can't actively get over someone. There's, I, I don't think, I mean, you know what I would actually say? There are two books that helped me through my breakups. Really? Mm-hmm. The first book being Jordan Sparks' Battlefield album. Okay, well, that's not a book. <laughs> but yes, Jordan Sparks' Battlefield album will help you get over a man. Um, oh my gosh. Per- no Parade, the song, iconic. When I met Jordan Sparks, I literally, we had like two minutes with her, and I literally was like, I know I'm supposed to be interviewing you about like relevant things right now, but, like, you need to know that No Parade got me through my worst breakup in 2009. And she was like, oh, my God, Queen, yes. Um, I will say, speaking of American Idols, Kelly Clarkson's Breakaway album got me through my first breakup. Mm-hmm. That's a good-ass album. I mean, sometimes you just got to break away. Yeah. But, no, I would recommend those albums and the books. Okay, my the first book I would say is, uh, what was it called? What's that one? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not in your brain. A breakup book. No, what's that one? Um, uh, the Secret? He's no. just not that into you? He's just not that into Wait, you. Wait, are you being serious? Yes, the, he's just not that into you helped. But you know what book actually really helped? The Bible. It's called A Breakup Because It's Broken. That oh. book. It, You've like, read both of those books? I own them. I'm disgusting. And I'm so gross. And I was so ashamed that I was going through those things that I literally took the covers off the books and read them. Um, you know. As someone who went through a breakup in 2012, why didn't you share those with me? Because you Or were, was it 2013? You were thriving. I was living. Yeah, you were living. Um, no, I was like, you you know me when I'm going through a breakup. Yeah. I'm a mess. You go through I go through it. You're like the eating breakup. the butts of bread. I, yeah, voluntarily. You're like biting the booty bread. <laughs> um, no, but it's called a breakup because it's broken. Literally revolutionized. Your life. My life. I will say. And, and how I, I approach breakups and dealing I with them. do think like time is definitely something 
true. Like, you can't just be like, I want to get over him, I want to get over him or her or whoever um, without actually having the time to process the feelings and get yourself mentally mentally prepared to go back into a a stage of wanting to date again. And I would say the the reason why most breakups – when a breakup is hard, it's probably because you got dumped – or they had checked out of the relationship and they, like, left you or cheated on you or whatever. And the hardest part is realizing that, like, okay, why are they so okay? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and, Did I mean nothing to them? Right. But <laughs> I, you have to, like, you have to understand, I think, that they're usually okay because they have been – I always think of it as moving. You can't move all of your boxes at once. They've been moving and taking their boxes out of their house that they're moving out to, out of. I'm actually while. like in love with this analogy. It, no, they've You've been moving never their boxes. said this to me. They, Who they, taught you this? I made a video about it back in the day. They've been moving their boxes, but you didn't know. Right. So by the time they moved the last box and they they finalized the breakup, yeah. they've already been working through the breakup and processing right. it and dealing with it and like going through their grieving of it. And they're finally doing it. You're left in that house. They with took all, of your all boxes. those damn boxes yeah. and left me with all you're mine. You're left in your house oh my God. with all the boxes, and you're like, wait. How did this happen? Do you want to know what boxes I want, if that's the case? What boxes? Pizza boxes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I wish. No, empty pizza boxes. You're left with empty pizza boxes. Oh. So you need to understand, they've left with their boxes. And now it's time for you to take your boxes and put them back into your own life, one by one. And that takes time. Well, that was quite the equation. I'm. You know what? I'm here to help. Speaking of equations, uh-huh. Ashley wants to know, is it even possible to pass algebra? No. Next question. <laughs> you can't just say no. <laughs> I did. You know what? I was, I think my senior year, no, I took calculus, but my junior year, I was in Algebra 3 honors. I was killing it. Were you? Mm-hmm. But I didn't pass. I mean, I passed, but like, not with flying colors. I took advanced algebra. Mm-hmm. That's all my oh, school I'm sure offered. You, I'm sure and I also did. took chemistry. More like chem misery. Am I right? <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next question. Okay, Grace wants to know, mm-hmm. how... To how do you have a YouTube addiction and still have a social life? Moderation, girl. The key to life is moderation. Is it? Yeah, sure. I don't know. I think it's like anything. <laughs> like if you have a YouTube addiction and you want to have a social life, you have to like take actual timeouts from it. Yeah. I take timeouts from YouTube life. Yeah, so do I. That's like I've got friends here in LA that are specifically like non-YouTube related friends and people and people who just don't get that. Yeah, girl. And I like having the separation of two. Mm. Is that easier? I mean, I'm a, I'm a little bit more removed from YouTube than you are, but it's hard for me. I don't know. It's hard for me. Um, but I will say, uh, being conscious of what you need and respecting that, and knowing that if you so maybe maybe my passion is YouTube, but being able to take a break from it allows me to come back into it with more energy and more passion for it and more respect for it because. If I'm just doing it 24 seven, right? It become it becomes grading, or it becomes something that like you, you know, need a Kelly Clarkson break you need away to hashtag from it. Break away. You need to drop a sky rat. <laughs> that sky rat <laughs> dropped a dick in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's good. I like that. Yeah. Moderation is key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jack wants to know what's the best excuse to get out of something. Oh, girl, I got a shit. Really? Or yeah, you have the shits. You know what I was gonna say? What? I was going to say, Jack, honesty is the best policy. I mean, usually if I say I got a shit, it's because it's true. Well, if somebody's like, I think he's meaning like someone's like, oh, come to my birthday. Why is it so bad to be like? You know, even to this day, I'm still like, I got to ask my mom. <laughs> and then I like 10 minutes later, I'm like, my mom says no, it's a school night. 
<laughs> Am I your mom? Yeah. Um, do you think do you think you honesty can be honest the best in those situations? Yes. I mean, you just have to say, oh, I'm just, I don't know, I'm just chilling tonight. Or I'm, you yeah. know. Like, I mean. I'm having a quiet night in. Have fun. Let them Let's manage, play soon. Let them manage the expectations. Like, you can just be honest and. Yeah. If you're not feeling it, I would much rather have someone say, hey, Corey, you know, I really don't want to hang out on Saturday. I'm not feeling it. Then hang out with me in like half ass. Yeah, like, I would rather ha- I would rather have them just say no than show up and like I can tell that they wish they weren't there. Right. Yeah, for sure. So let's just be honest, Jack. Yeah. Kelly wants to know how to stay positive. I love this question. How do you stay positive? It's not for I will first. First things first. You're the realist. I'm the realist. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy. And that's why I'm going to be real. Mm. It's not easy to just be positive all the time. Mm. <laughs> Did daddy smell something no, I, was just, I was just thinking about burritos. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Do you stay positive? Um, I will say it's difficult. Mm-hmm. But uh, there is a quote. I don't know who it's by. But it's like, you are the average of the five people you hang out with most. And I definitely think that is so true. The older I get and the more time I spend with people and the more, you know, if I realize somebody's a negative part of my life, that starts to show in my own life and who I am. And so you have to really surround yourself with positive people. Yeah. I think that's the most important thing for you. If you want to be positive, you have to surround yourself with people that bring that out of you. Yeah. It's And like I said, it's a like work in progress sort of thing. Like you're not going to be able to be positive, happy, cheery like every day and that's okay. Okay. Right. But if you find yourself falling into these negative But here's slumps, the thing. You can still be in a bad mood, but be positive, I think. Yeah. You don't think? Like, you can have a shitty day, but still be like, you know what? It's a shitty day, but that's not going to be every day. When I'm having my, like, more negative days, those are those are days that I keep more to myself. And that's perfectly okay. Those are the days that I tell people I don't feel like you hanging get introverted out with them. And you sweatpants it out, and you watch Grey's Anatomy, and Ugh. you just kind of deal with it. But I think allowing yourself to have a shitty day... And just in, like saying, you know what, I'm yeah. going to get it out and have the shitty day and tomorrow will be a new day yeah. uh, allows you to Breathe. get out of the negativity and be positive. I love it. Yeah. Yes. Mm. <laughs> yes. Stop that. Oh, yeah. Stop everything oh, of what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's the next question? Uh, crazy talk. Uh, Adrian says, how can I convince my father to let me color my hair like yours? You know what? I will say, uh, that's a toughie. You, I, I think if you are in a household and you're a minor and you are, uh, kind of being supported by people that are, it's hard to. Sometimes you gotta play by their rules. You gotta for play a by bit. the rules sometimes. I don't know. That's a hard question to give advice on. I would start by getting a wig. Yes. And and then cut it to the style of like your hair and show your dad, dad, look how great this is what my hair would really look like. Yeah. I think I think having the freedom to be yourself is something that comes with respect and I think I I like to hope and because I think I'm a pretty hopeful person or uh, you know, uh, I just I I hope for people that they will see this, but I would want if I were to give my parents respect and, like, honor their rules and, you know, blah, 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 um, within reason, that they would return with respect for me and my individuality. Um, I know that's not the case in every household. I am my hair. I am my hair. Right. Yeah. But I would say, you know, sometimes people got shitty parents. And that's just the end of. Mm-hmm. I, we have friends that. You know, end all be all. Um, but, uh, 
if they treat you with respect, I would treat them with respect. And, you know, if they don't, then that's kind of a waiting game. And that will pass. And you will get out of that house. And you can do whatever you please with your hair. Shave it. Color it. Grow it out. Yes, have a bowl cut. <laughs> Live your dream. I hate the bowl cut. Mm. Just I had one. So did I. Speaking of bowl cuts, mm-hmm. I think Sarah had a bowl cut. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sarah wants to know, how do you keep in contact with friends who live far away? Um, I mean, like, actually, like, I don't know, Facebook, Skype, Twitter. <laughs> I don't know what the question is. Um, it's, I think, I'm closer with some of my friends who live all the way around the world than I am with people that live down the road. And distance is no longer an issue. So if you want to keep in contact with people, distance is not a problem. Yeah. With with the internet, if you're able to leave the comment on our Facebook page, then you have the privilege of having internet to keep in, in contact with people who live far away. Yeah. So, and girl, do it if you want to do it. Write them a letter, snail mail it even. And if it's one of those things where it's like, how do I keep this relationship going? Girl, it goes two ways. So if you're putting all the effort in, they need to be returning it too. I would, that's exactly what I was going to say. I have like uh, three really good friends from home that were high school friends that – uh, live in Michigan, and there's a, the time difference and all of that, but we still make time to call each other um, from time to time, and we're all kind of on the exact same page where I don't think any of us are like, oh, he hasn't called me, or and I'm never like, oh, she hasn't called me. I know we're busy, and I know we have our lives, and I know we touch base when we can, and we still connect on the important things. And there is Facebook and texting and all of that. So, I mean, it's it's finding a friend or a relationship that both people can agree that they want to maintain and then just finding out what works best for you guys. And having realistic expectations for that friendship. If your expectations are different than your friend's expectations, that's going to lead to problems for you or for them or for the relationship or the friendship. And so just being clear and uh, if somebody is bugging you about in like not returning the expectations, readjust your expectations. Yeah. And if and if that's something you're not willing to do, then I mean you might have to sacrifice the friendship. Yeah. But I mean don't don't bend your expectations if if you're not. Don't accept to. somebody's pickle juice if somebody's like. Oh Lord, listen. If, so, if somebody's not returning is that, what you deserve, then you can just get rid of them. I was going to say. <laughs> get rid of them! I was going to say, is that your the best advice you've ever re- given or heard? Because Kaylin wants to know. Kaylin wants to know, best advice I've ever gotten? Oh, ever. You were ever given. Oh, gosh. I think the best advice, uh, it wasn't obviously given to me directly, but it was um, advice that Oprah got. Oprah didn't call you? Oprah did not call me. It was advice that Oprah got from Maya Angelou. And she said to Oprah, she's like, listen. (laughs) That's exactly what she said. In that voice. She said, listen. She said, if somebody shows you who they are, believe them the first time. So if somebody, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, believe them. So if somebody cheats on you, believe them the first time. Mm Mm-hmm. And don't let them do it to you again. Because if they do it to you again, that's on you, girl. Yeah. Like, no. You mean, like, if if you stay in the relationship, but if they cheated on you a second time, like, then you got to bounce. Yeah. Like, if somebody cheats on you, like, you need to understand that that is who they are. Yeah. Or if somebody really respects you or surprises you with a really nice thing, that's who they are. And you need to you need to accept that and kind of realize that those things about those people. Yes, people can change, but I think at the end of the day... That's their relationship with you, I think. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I would say best advice I was ever given. Um, when I was moving to California, when we were, like, literally getting on the plane to go, my mom sent me a text that said, like, love you, miss you. And it said, don't ever be afraid. Um, 
to say that you tried something and it wasn't for you. And I really I love that. Yeah, I liked and that was kind of her way of saying like if San Francisco doesn't work out, there's always, always a home. place here for you. And I've kind of looked at that in a grander scheme of life and and kind of applied it like I was saying as a um don't be afraid to try things and if it doesn't work out that's fine. At least you tried it. At least you gave it a go. You took the risk. And yeah, that's something I think about a lot, especially now living this far from home and that I don't get to see my parents a lot. I like to keep that in the back of my mind when I go into new experiences and new situations. Um, I'm going to say more. I got advice from my parents that really is good for me. Um, oh, suddenly my dad, Queen Jackie gave you advice. My mom actually did give me good advice once. Like it was, <laughs> it was one time. Once in 25 years. Yeah. She said, do not microwave tinfoil. <laughs> That was it. No. Um, Aluminium foil? Aluminium. No, she – my mom said – she wrote me a letter when I first moved to California. And she said, stay true to who you are. And that's so unlike her because she's never serious. She's never like – she never has like a, you know, advicey moment. That's not her. Um, But I think if I were to get a tattoo – I've always wanted that in her handwriting. On I me. like that because um, I Get have the on letter your lower still. back um, on my lower back. Oh, <laughs> also advice my mom gave me because she went through it. Never get a tramp stamp on her lower back. What? My mom, my mom has one. No, my dad also told me if you get a job you love, you'll never work a day in your life. And I always think about that when I think about YouTube. Like I love my job, and like I don't feel like I work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, those, those that's advice that I got. That's good. What advice have you guys gotten? Tell us on our Facebook. Put it on our wall. Yeah. Facebook.com slash psychobabble. And maybe we're going to learn some lessons. Maybe if you need some advice, uh, maybe put it on our Facebook wall and maybe we'll do another advice episode. Katy Perry once told me good advice. What did she say? No regrets. Just love. Wow. Deep. That's beautiful. But yeah, if you guys liked this episode, tweet at us and let us know and maybe we'll have to do another little advicey thing I down the road. I liked this episode. I did too. This was fun. So maybe this will be a little series that we do. Um, if you like this, uh, be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Corey, how can they do it? They can just click. Oh, just one. Just one click. <laughs> and then uh, also give us a little review. It really does help us out and we appreciate it. And if this is your first episode you've listened to, go back and listen to past episodes. Check uh, them out. The coolest thing about Slangle Bible is that you can listen to any episode out of order whenever you please. I thought you were going to say the coolest thing about Psycho Babble was Corey Cool. Uh, uh, Corey, how can they find you? I am on the internet everywhere at Corey Cool. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the places. Cool. And I am also on the internet searching me, Tyler Oakley, and you'll find me. me. Bing me. Bing me. Ask Jeeves about me. You might find some things. Okay, that's all. Later. I advise you to tune in next week. Oh! Best advice I've heard all day. Okay, bye. Bye.